Hi, I'm Alan Weiss with The Uncomfortable Truth. Today's episode, The High of Danger. Have you watched this guy who free-climbed El Capitan? His name is Alex Honnold. There was a documentary about him. A free climb is done without any ropes, no assistance, no tools, just hands and legs and feet and head. He free-climbed the toughest face of El Capitan, the only person ever to do it. And even though, watching the documentary, you know he emerged all right, my heart was in my throat watching him. I don't think he can do that unless you get high on danger. Tom Wolfe's The Right Stuff, who talked about the first astronauts and test pilots. I mean, who the hell wants to go into space in a capsule for the first time and land in the ocean to be retrieved, hopefully, by a chopper and some guys before the capsule sinks? Who wants to be the first to fly a brand new aircraft? Who wants to be the first to get back in a Mac 737 after the software's fixed? You know, I feel like that sometimes when I had a huge sale on the line in the huge office of a huge buyer. There was a danger there, I perceived. It got high on it. I mean, the danger was I could make 500000 or not. I like driving my exotic cars with zest. I mean, let's call it zest, okay? There's a danger there. There's a French proverb. The best thing about an affair is the trip up the stairs. There's danger in an affair, and some people get high on that, in addition to what the affair might hold. Stunt people, stunt pilots, they've got to get high on the danger. It's a dangerous profession. There are people injured all the time, sometimes killed but also EMTs and surgeons and reporters with news scoops. I mean, Watergate, Deep Throat, threats, whistleblowers, leakers. There's got to be a high on all of that danger. I mean, I remember speaking and consulting in exotic lands and staying in rundown areas, literally going into the jungle. I had a client in the city of Bislig, which is the island of Mindanao, which is in the country of the Philippines. And Mindanao, for a long time, has been one of the centers of a communist insurgency and then other rebel insurgencies. And this was the paper company of the Philippines, PICOP it was called. It's the kind of place where you walked into the main dining room with the general manager of the plant and everybody stood up. And one day we went on a picnic in four or five jeeps. The staff had gone ahead to lay out linen and dishes, crystal silverware, on the side of a mountain by a flowing stream. But the guys on top of the jeeps had automatic rifles. They were making sure that we could get to luncheon back. Have you ever said to yourself, it felt like a good idea at the time? I remember doing barrel rolls and loops in a World War II aircraft carrier trainer. The instructor got us off the ground, and after that it was up to me. I have videos of this from the wing camera. I was in the B-17 run by the Collings Foundation, that crashed about a month ago, as I'm recording this, killed seven people. I flew in that very plane, and I remember sitting in the fuselage with this old seatbelt on me, sitting on the floor of the fuselage, saying, please God, one more rotation, which means one more takeoff and landing. I piloted a B-24. Yes, at the controls. And these planes have the aviation characteristics of a flying barn. Pilots said, just keep flying in circles, you'll do fine. You know, the high replaces nerves. It replaces fear. 
and sometimes it replaces better judgment. It seemed like a good idea at the time. I think that's what powered Bernie Madoff and Enron and Gone, or however you pronounce his name. They all knew the odds were that they'd get caught. If Hanold keeps climbing, Alex Hanold keeps free climbing, he's probably going to fall sometime. Most of his comrades have, and either injured themselves badly or killed themselves. You just can't keep doing that with 100% success. I think firefighters are spiked by this high when the alarm rings, as are doctors and nurses in the ER when alarms sound. It creates a bravado when you're successful, which adds to the high the next time, which fuels still more bravado until the inevitable occurs. You know, the Flying Well Enders, that high wire act, goes back generations of families. They've had quite a few fatalities among the family members. They keep getting up on the high wire because there's a high in the danger. I'm convinced. My father joined the paratroops voluntarily in 1940. He said he thought it was a good idea at the time, literally. People volunteer for submarines or to be point person on a military patrol. I found a high every time I scuba dived and found myself 40 feet down, breathing out of a tube with weights around my belt, watching creatures who were naturally fit to live where I was not naturally fit, dependent on my common senses and my instructor. There's a danger in taking on a larger or more difficult client or account or project than you've ever undertaken before. There's a high of that whistleblower or leaker whose future may then be in danger. There's a high in the extreme sports where fatalities or serious injuries are quite possible. Auto racing, extreme skiing, boxing, football, mountain climbing, and so on. I'm not scared by the new audience, by the new topic, by the new environment. My high kicks in before the challenge. But the high can overcome prudence. It can overcome risk assessment. It can overcome what should normally be fear. Swimming during the summer off Cape Cod and the islands with great whites hunting seals is something a person should prudently consider. Flying a plane when you shouldn't or aren't qualified, you should prudently consider. This is why John Kennedy Jr. died with his wife and his sister-in-law. He took off a of Martha's Vineyard from New York and he wasn't, or Boston, and he wasn't qualified to fly in those conditions. He wound up upside down and crashed into the ocean. He wasn't qualified for the conditions in which he flew. It's the soldier who takes imprudent risks with his or her own life that also endangers colleagues. It's the day trader who blows the savings, the gamblers who think they can win against the house odds in the long run. It's the person in the pickup truck who believes he or she can drive around the warning gates and beat the oncoming train over the crossing. There are times when we should be legitimately fearful and abide by the probability that there is serious risk. You can get high on danger, but you can also get killed. And that's the uncomfortable truth.